Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. I was, uh, had my head down, and I was uh, thinking of what I wanted to say this morning, but uh, it, it, it kind of, uh, it's kind of be something I've lived for a long time. And, uh, you know, for a long time, you know, I had a lot of faith in people. You know, it's strange, too, because, you know, you know, um, my mother was a Sunday school teacher, so, of course, I grew up around it, knowing uh, scriptures and things like that. Not not a lot of them, but, you know, the ones I retained. But um, having her as a mother was, uh, was a huge help in understanding about faith. But even with that, as I grew up, I began to put a lot of faith in people. And, um, you know, I, I figured, uh, you know, just like everybody else, you know, man, if I could just meet this person or if I could just sit down with that person or, man, if I could just get this person to hear my ideal or, man, if just if this person could hear my track or, man, if I could just get this in the hands of somebody in the know. I was like everybody else. I thought that way. You know, I actually thought that if I could get in a certain situation with a certain person, that if a certain person were to meet me, that, you know, it could change everything for me. Oh, man. Oh, how wrong I was. Oh, how wrong I was. How long did I spend feeling that way? And how many of you out there possibly have felt that way before? You know, like even in a relationship, this is the person for me. And, you know, you just lay claim to that. You know, not necessarily being a fact, but you just lay claim to it. This is the person for me. This is the person 
that I want to spend the rest of my life with. You know, sometimes, you know, we just lay claim to stuff. And it's not always what's in our best interest or it's not always a fact. It's just what we decided we wanted. And I was guilty of that just like anybody else. And I spent a lot of years in my life putting faith in people. Man, if I could tell you anything this morning, it's to stop putting your faith in people and put your faith in God where it counts the most. I mean, you can get something out of this one. See, here's the deal about a relationship with God. It's the same all the time. He never changes. His word is 100% absolute. His word doesn't have loopholes in it. None of that. It's this is what it is. He's very clear. Now, you can deviate off your end of the bargain, but it don't stop what he says from being true. But if he asked you to do something, if, if God asked you to, to be a certain way, to do a little something a certain way, and you don't do it that way, then, you know, you could still possibly get by for a while. But don't you understand that his end of the deal stays the same? And as long as you're not doing it the way you're supposed to, the results are not going to be what you want it to be. And I did this for years and years and years, and I counted on people. And, uh, you know, I got myself in a lot of situations, and I got out one a dire situation that I'd been in for a number of years, but he had protected me from years prior to that. I didn't even know what was going on. And then he, he made it aware, made me aware of the problem. And then, man, Lord have mercy, I was in a dismal situation. And then at the end of the year, I was free, free from it all. But it was a decision that I had made that led up to that. And in, and in going through that process, I had to learn something, man. I learned a lot about people. See, if you want to learn about your friends, if you want to learn about your people, people around you, get yourself in some trouble. Get yourself in a situation. Oh, man, you start looking around, man, the field get real clear when you're in trouble. The field clears out when you're in doubt, when you don't know what to do, when you need help. It get real clear on the playing field then, don't it? Oh, but when things is going right, it's time for a party. We throwing a celebration. We 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 going we gonna do one down here. Oh man, there's plenty of people on the field. But 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 get yourself in a situation. You find out rather quickly that oh no, oh no, everybody ain't here. And that's when I started learning. And I and I'm telling you, I had to start learning this for real until I finally got it to stop putting my faith in people and put all of mine in God where it counts the most. Now, is that to say that there are people that you can't trust? No, that's not what I'm saying. I ain't say you can't trust them, but you can't dump your faith in them. I got it all riding on what he say. I got it all riding on what she say. No, no, uh uh-uh, no. I hear you saying it, but I'm going to keep my eye on this situation. Because I hear you saying, but I'm going to take this faith of mine and instead of putting it in people, I'm going to put it in God where it counts the most. Because his word is absolute. What he say he's going to do, he's going to do. What he say he's not going to tolerate, he's not going to tolerate. Now, you can make it you can make it tolerable for yourself, but he's not going to tolerate it. And that's just the end of the line. And so, you know, I'm, 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 I'm wondering how many people out there find themselves in a situation like me, or maybe you've gotten yourself in a situation because you put your faith in some people and now you wound up in a different type of situation. Now let me ask you, where them people at? The only one 
that I found when I was in my deepest trouble, when me and my wife were in our darkest situation, was God. It was the only one. It was the only one who was just right there, right there all the way through. Now, let me explain something to you. Because you have this relationship with God, it does not mean, it does not mean now that it won't get, it won't still be a situation. You understand? But what he will do is protect you during that period. He'll cover you during that period that it is a situation. He will give you the strength to overcome the situation when it turns into a situation. Then when he, when he cracks it open for you and the sun is bright and shining, what he don't want you to do is when it gets sunny again to forget about him who was there when it was dark for you. See, I used to do that too. You know, I was, oh man, I did it. I'm, I'm telling you right now I did it. But I'm telling you, man, when I learned a very serious lesson and I watched some people I thought were friends of mine just sort of casually remove themselves from the situation. Then I said, okay. Me and Marjorie looked around. We said, okay, it's just me, you, and God. And we started conducting ourselves accordingly. So when it's sunny for us, we remember God. We stay prayerful. We keep talking to him. We thank him for the sunshine. We thank him for the dark days that he allowed us to who allowed us to survive it and turn it into sunny days. And we talk to him constantly to protect us of our future enemies. And that's what the deal is. So if I was everybody, I would stop putting your faith in people and put your trust in God where it really does count the most. It really, really does. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please, as I always ask for on a daily basis. But as you can probably give me credit for, when I ask for your attention, I do not let you down once you give it to me. Now, today is going to be special. What's today's date? January uh, the 16th. The 16th. 16th. The yeah, day before 16th. your birthday, January Sarah. the 16th. You know what, Shirley? <laughs> One day That's- away. One day, man. Let me just, Shirley Strawberry, first of all. Shirley hey, Strawberry. good morning, Steve. Good morning. Bam, Carla Pharrell. Good morning. What's up, crew? Welcome There's back, There's that Carla. delay. Did y'all hear it? Did I, y'all hear yes, the delay? Yes, yes. I just want to Tommy, I just want in my to defense. Tommy. She said it immediately, but. Huh? Oh, no, no, no. I had, I had um, ginger ale. I was trying to. She swallowed. Swallow. Swallow it. Okay. <laughs> well, after you swallowed, oh. you said it immediately then. There was a delay. <laughs> Yeah. I was trying not to Ladies choke to death. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the Wonder Boy himself, Batman had Robin, Green Hornet had Kato. Mm. We got Junior Boy. Morning, Aunt. <laughs> Morning, everybody. <laughs> and with as if that wasn't enough, <laughs> there's a fool here. Lay it on thick now. Lay it on. Okay. <laughs> Bring it. I'm What's talking about a word that I learned a long time ago when I was a little boy, and I thought it was the funniest word I've ever heard. Ignoramus. <laughs> yes, I love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a shame. Locally on, ignorant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Statewide ignorance. <laughs> Come on, keep going. National ignorance. 
And now someone has placed the ignorance on a television network. Mm. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the fool of fools, nephew Tommy. Top, top, top. Happy birthday Eve, my brother. Happy birthday Eve to my uncle. It's on the way, baby. One day away. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow. <laughs> Tomorrow. That's it. Yep. Six mm. trays. 63. Looking good, boy. 63. Looking good. Yes, dude. Better than ever. Mm-hmm. Remember mm-hmm. we used to get birthday Man. parties and be away, and <laughs> Tommy would have birthday parties at your house. <laughs> Remember those days? Well, thank God. I threw a birthday party know. for him at his house. Uh, he wasn't even there. Why he was, was Why he was gone. Uh-huh. Y'all have no idea the history I had with this fool. Steve, why are you so hard on him? Well, I'm hard on him. If you seen how he done, done my houses, apartments, and cars. Um, you all know that uh, my birthday, uh, you know, I traditionally, Mm-hmm. Take off on my birthday. I just just gonna say that. Mm-hmm. You just gonna throw it out there. Uh-huh. <laughs> so get that in your mind. So you're gonna <laughs> 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 marinate. <laughs> yeah. You it's already enough that I'm working in Africa on my birthday. Let's talk about this after the break. Yeah, we will. Coming up at 32 <laughs> minutes after the hour, uh, we'll do some Ask Steve, too, for his birthday, uh, before his birthday, right Woo! after this. Yeah. Come on. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for Ask Steve. Okay, Steve, here's a question from Sonia in Detroit. Okay, Sonia is from Detroit, from our home station, Mix 92.3. She says, Dear Steve, I live with my mother because I've been ill and I'm unemployed. I recently purchased a lottery ticket and wrote my mother's name on the back because she has better luck than me. Now, it turns out that the ticket was a winning ticket, but she is not giving me the money. My Christian mother does not believe in gambling, but now that I won, she wants to keep the money for herself. I can't believe this. Wow. What should I do, Steve? That's the law. Well, here's my question. <laughs> when is it a rule? Where is the law that Christians don't gamble? I been a Vegas man <laughs> and a Christian myself. I must uphold your mother's rule that she may not go to gamble, mm-hmm. but Christians have a tendency to gamble. Next point I think is your mother. It depends. See, obviously, this is not a huge ticket where it's like mega ball, several hundred million or oh, none of that. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. I agree. This is Maybe one of them tickets. Or something. Yeah. Pick know, three. Maybe. She wants some money. Yeah. You know, you might y'all might have won ten thousand, five thousand, maybe something like that. That's a lot. Now, yeah, that's a nice chunk of change. Now, here's the deal. You just said that you wrote your mama's name on the back of the ticket because <laughs> yeah. she have more luck. Mm-hmm. And obviously you told your mama that you wrote her name on right. the back of the ticket. Now, here's my other question. Here's three things right here. You've been staying with your mother because yeah. you ill mm-hmm. and you ain't working. Ah, there you go. So now, uh-huh. when you bought the ticket, 
<laughs> were you able to leave the house and buy the ticket, or was your mama out somewhere and bought this damn Take the ticket? ticket up, I see where you're going. Yeah. Now, see where you going, now mm-hmm. if your mama bought mm-hmm. this ticket and wrote her name on the back of it, you're damn right your mama ain't giving you nothing. Right. If you want to lay claim to the money, your mama probably figure you owe her. You're mm-hmm. staying at her mm-hmm. house, yeah. and you ain't working. You're eating groceries, and you're using this juice bill. <laughs> Electricity is at the juice yeah. bill. That's uh-huh. what that is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, I thought he meant orange. You hit the lottery. <laughs> no. Oh, no, that's 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 cold. Uh, electricity. Hood electricity. Cold Power. electricity. Mm-hmm. They done cut the juice off. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. now. Hang in there, Sherry. She's so bougie. So now. Hood talk coming That's why up your mama this. is not giving you Whatever. the money. That's and it, it ain't really nothing you can do about it. And she's still a Christian. Because she wasn't a real good Christian. She'd have put your ass out. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You have some place to live, girl. Come on. Yeah, you got a roof. Why you, you judging, roof. huh? Yeah, you got a roof. So there's there's two things you need to know, two slogans that Christians have developed. It's Christian light, uh-huh. as in mm. beer, uh-huh. which is what I am. I'm Christian light. <laughs> and then the one that your mother's probably using is Christianity has its privileges. <laughs> so there's a beer that slogan works, and a credit <laughs> card slogan, yeah. and your mama is using both oh of them. <laughs> so, yeah. so Steve, she wants to know what should she do, though? Ain't damn thing. What's she going to do? She can't put out? She too sick uh-huh. to help. Yeah, if you say something, you can't, you can't go to work. You're sick. you in your mama's house. What you going to say? Right. What you going to do? Mm-hmm. You going to mess around and get put out with your little $3,000? <laughs> <laughs> your mama been sick of you for a while. She ain't yeah. giving you a damn thing. And she does that. your whole That's life. Now you done got mm-hmm. grown and you sick and out of work. I'm sick of this health. The letter sounds like she's well, though. She's fully recovered, actually. It does. Well, obviously, her mama is well up. Uh-huh. She can't whoop her mama ass about this money, so. <laughs> what? <laughs> right, hey, you, you can run over there on big doors if you want to. Big what door. <laughs> Next about, question. About this money. Asking about yeah. this money. Wow. Next question. All right, Steve. Okay. This is uh, pre-birthday ignorance. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what are, what are your it. plans? What are you, tomorrow is your birthday. What are your plans for your birthday? You're in Africa. You're in Ghana right now. Shooting well, I'm a working. family feud. Yeah. I'm working. So mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't get this day off tomorrow. But, but you're not working 24-7. Like a dinner plan well, or anything? Uh, my wife is on the way. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, nice. Okay. And you That's know Marjorie's nice. coming, so she's already... <laughs> my That's girl's so She said, okay, Steve, I know the restaurant you love with the private room, because there's a private room. It's all like zebra skin chairs and leathers and, mm-hmm. and, and all these furs on the wall and cigars and the food is excellent and it's very private. Mm-hmm. And we met what the chef. That? He's excellent. It's a restaurant called Epicure. Epicure. Oh, okay. Over here in uh, South Africa. And so she asked me who I wanted. Now, you know my wife. My wife know me. I said, baby, I don't, nobody I don't know. Right. So everybody we took to Africa with us can come. Mm-hmm. And the family that's there, which ain't a lot of my family. My son is there right now. Mm-hmm. And my other son will be here. And 
Marjorie will be here. And that, that's it with the kids this year. So oh, nice. that's it. I just want that, you know, the security, you know, that eats and a couple of people, keep a couple of security people from regular family feud that I hire to uh-huh. come over here and help me with the show. Mm-hmm. And so, so, yeah, so you don't like, want us over there. Yeah, we can't. You come. don't want us over there. You, you, you ain't yeah, talking about yeah. us being there. Uh, you know what, Tommy? Mm-hmm. If you wanted to be here, you would have already have had to have been on the way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> leaving now you would know, be a little after too late. you did what you did for your wife's birthday. You ain't got no money to come no day. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I didn't think written the restaurant was necessary. I really didn't. Okay. All right. Well. But you can't tell her a damn thing. <laughs> That's how they do it, huh? That's how rich folks do it. They just get a All right. Coming up next, the nephew. nobody walking in there. Yeah. In the building with Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, guys, entertainment news. Jay-Z's Rock Nation filed a lawsuit on behalf of Mississippi State prisoners. We'll talk about that and uh, a lot more at the top of the hour. Right now, though, it is time for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? You you all right? It's all in. Cough control. You need to recall? Cover your mouth. (laughs) Cough control. That's the name of the prank. (laughs) Let's go, cat dog. Cough control. Yeah. Cough control. Let's go. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Carla, please. Yeah, speaking. Hi, Carla. It's Herschel James over in Human Resources. Hi, how are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. How are you doing today? Not bad. Uh, what is this okay. call about? I'm sorry? What is this call about? Well, I got a, a complaint that's been sent to us that we want to try to address and see if we can handle this in a in an orderly fashion. You've been over in the uh, client services department for, what, last three, four years now? Almost five years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting some complaints, Carla, about um, you. Uh, I don't know if you're sick, but you are you seem to be coughing quite a bit, and there's people on that floor that are starting to uh, complain about it. Is, is, do we need to, like, give you some time off? Tell me what's what? going on with you. Oh, no, 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 no. There must be a mistake. I mean, I had a cold for a couple of days. That's okay. it. Yeah, I, I right. can't. I can't imagine. Have, have, have you had a uh, extensive cough that's been going on longer than a week or two? Have you been coughing a lot? I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't count when I how many times I cough. I, you know, I, I so I, I don't. I don't really understand. There were well, let me let me let me let me tell you what we're gonna do because I you know. You've been with us a long time, and and we understand that, you know, the weather has been bananas, and, uh, we, you know, we want to make sure that everybody's accommodated. Now, we what we've come up with just to try to um, accommodate everybody, we're going to move you. Right now, I know you're on the fourth floor. So we're going to move you to the seventh floor yeah. in, the next, in the next couple of weeks where, and you know, there's that's kind of where – um, it's kind of like a uh, an area where there's more coughing people up oh, there. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! 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 That that won't be necessary. I'm I'm feeling much better. I've been at the same spot the entire time I've been with the company. I don't need to be moved to the seventh floor. I don't need to be moved for any health reasons. I'm doing fine. I'm good. You don't have to worry about oh, that. Oh, oh, hang on, hang on. Let's slow down a minute, Carla. Um, I, and I I understand where you're coming from. I I know what you don't want to be moved because you've been there and you're probably comfortable where you are. But um, 
they're asking that you wear one of the, uh, you know, surgical masks for two weeks until we get you up to the uh, to the next. No, floor. wait, you got you you guys can't just move me. How, how are you gonna how are you gonna just move me without asking me my side of the story? Well, you're coughing I mean, out of control. This, this you know, you got. Well, listen to me. You got, you know, there's people, and I, I'm sure they're probably Who's complaining about me. Who? I, I, well, it must be the people that are actually right around you. I'm, I'm hearing she's spreading germs. Or they think you have the flu. There's some people are saying it's disgusting. You keep no, coughing and coughing. Not, even if it was the flu, which it was not, that doesn't last for months. Like I'm good. I'm all set. I had a little cold, but not enough to okay. be moving me. Okay, well, let me tell you what it's doing. It's it's creating a, a, a real hostile environment is what it's doing. Hostile environment? No, no one said anything except maybe a God bless you once that when I sneeze. I don't understand why anyone would take this human resources. I, you I said you guys want me to wear a mask? You got, we're going to need, well, as, as of tomorrow, starting tomorrow, tomorrow. You have surgery, we'll, it'll be, we'll have that at your cubicle tomorrow. No, okay? no, no, that's not... You guys, you guys can't just have me wearing a, a, a mask the night before. It, I've never seen it's anyone a, it's wear a, it's a It's a, it's a surgical mask. You'll wear that, that for thick. two weeks until I, until I can get you upstairs to where that's the coughing floor. We'll have you up there where people the are coughing, coughing and nobody's going to be complaining about you. That doesn't sound very hygienic to me. You're gonna put well, it's not, it's, but it's not hygienic of what's going on on your floor. Yeah. You're coughing, yeah. and the well, people are complaining. Right now. Let me tell you something right now. I'm going to uh, appeal this decision. I'm not going to no seventh floor. I'm not wearing a mask. I feel good. If you guys want some health records, I can provide that for you. But y'all ain't going to have me moving and acting and looking crazy just because somebody said they don't like that I cough. We all cough in the winter. Okay, Carla, let, let, let's 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 slow down. Okay, I want to try you to want, help you as much as you I, want, I want to help. You want me to slow down, but you're the one talking about moving me, making me wear a mask on in, in the in the morning. Like that's not right. None of that's right. Okay, Carla, if you can't put the mask on tomorrow, I'm going to have to ask you to not come in tomorrow. Now that decision is up to you. No, that decision's not up to me because I want to appeal the decision. Who you? Who else can I talk to? Because this, this is this conversation's not. This isn't. We'll okay? have this, this meeting next crazy. week. I will let you know when it is. But you can't come in until we have the meeting at this point. No. Okay? Oh, so am I going to get paid days off? You're not getting paid days off. You no. you can come. No, out. You don't I, I, wear I the can't surgical. talk to you anymore. You're you not talking to wear the sense. surgical mask. You're not darling. making any sense. I can't talk to you. All right, you're going to piss me off. This is not right. None of this sounds legal right now. I need to talk to somebody else because I can't right now. Do you want to wear the surgical? Will no, you I'm wear not the wearing surgical no tomorrow. Surgical that is the I way I can allow you to work tomorrow. No, I'm not wearing the mask. Stop talking to me about a mask. I'm not sick. What I'll do tomorrow is I'm going to go talk to a damn lawyer and my doctor and give y'all give y'all something else to think about. Okay. Well, here's what we'll do. I will schedule you a, a meeting at 11 o'clock. It looks like we have something available of Wednesday of next week. No, 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 no problem. Listen, you keep your damn meeting. You're, the meeting we'll have is with the lawyer because I'm sure this is civil rights, a violation of something. You can't do this. Okay. Would you like our lawyer to call your lawyer? I, I'm, I'm getting off the phone with you. I need to go get some legal advice. I, I can't be doing this with you right now. Okay, well, before you go, before you go, now, you, would you like to know who's complaining about you? Yeah, a matter of fact, I would like to know. I want to know exactly who the f is complaining about me. Okay. Tommy is the one that's saying that you're coughing who? all over the place. You don't put your hand over who? your mouth. I, I, you, I can't hear you. Who do you think? Tommy. There's no Tommy on my floor. I, you have the wrong 
person. Like, no, I don't. That's not Tommy, me. There's no Tommy on Tommy my floor. Is, no Tommy ever complained it's about. You. Tommy is a 100% that it's you. That doesn't make any sense because there is no Tommy on my floor. I don't even know a Tommy. Do you know a nephew, Tommy, from Steve Harvey Morning Show? Do you know him? <laughs> oh, my Carla, you just got pranked by your co-worker, DeVita, baby. Oh DeVita just <laughs> Oh, my God. I was sitting here having hot flashes, stressed out, about to fry and looking on the Internet for a lawyer. <laughs> I, I can't. Oh, my God. Oh my God! Like I'm mad at you. Why'd you gotta take it that far though? You you went so far. (laughs) You gotta tell me this. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? It's the Steve Harvey Morning Show. That's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, (laughs) Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, coming up at 20 minutes after uh, the hour, journalist and author and our good family member friend, Ed Gordon, will be our special guest. He's going to tell us about his brand new book, Conversations in Black, on power, politics, and leadership. But first, in today's entertainment news, our very own Mississippi Monica has been following this crazy story. This is horrific right here. Uh, Yo Gotti. I thought you were going to say Monica was in the news. Go ahead. Well, she's been following this story, and and she's. I thought you meant she was a reporter. Put us on. Well, she is. We're going to go live right now. To Mississippi (laughs) Monica. She's been following it. Yeah, Yeah, we could do that. They really should hire her because she is the mouth of Of the the South. South. Yes, she is. Yes. So check it out. Thank Yo- you, boss. <laughs> Yoga. One more time, Steve. Thank you, boss. <laughs> he nailed that. He nailed it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Yo Gotti, David Banner, and other celebrities are fighting injustices in the prison system in Mississippi. Jay-Z's Rock Nation and its high-powered attorney, Alex Spiro, will represent the prisoners after a spike in deadly violence at several Mississippi state prisons and to fight deplorable prison conditions. The lawsuit filed on Tuesday in federal court. Uh, they have been at le- There have been at least five prisoners uh, who have died in Mississippi in the maximum security prison. Parchman doesn't uh, have enough mattresses uh, for the inmates. Cells are covered in black mold and raw sewage is spilling onto the floors. The prison wow. allegedly has a serious water problem, too. In the lawsuit, Team Rock Nation claims the drinking water for inmates repeatedly fails to meet federal standard uh, safety standards. Uh, also, according to the lawsuit, inmates are exposed to serious harm and left unprotected because there just aren't enough prison guards. Yogati, David Banner, other community leaders are demanding that Mississippi Governor Phil Bryant make changes or face a lawsuit. The suit seeks damages for mm. the inmates and an order uh, and an order for Mississippi's Department of Corrections to lay out a plan to address all of these issues, especially increasing staff and cleaning up sewage. Ugh. Uh, Yogati mm. said the lives of countless individuals in Mississippi prisons are at stake and we will not stop until this is fixed. So shout out to them. Yeah, man. I really wow. do hope this is effective. I really, really do. Yeah. Because these are things that we really need to be addressed. Look, if a person commits a crime, everybody in prison, first of all, is not guilty. Everybody in That's prison true. has not received 
fair punishment mm-hmm. befitting the crime. Mm-hmm. Let's right. just be honest about this. There are some people That's doing true. some time for overly, over just injustice. And really just racism, incredible just racism. out and out racism. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. we know that racism exists. It's hard to get these systems to admit to it. Mm-hmm. So what we need, man, is for things like this to really get behind it. So instead of going to social media with the memes and the ignorant statements about what could be wrong, making fun of the water, these are human beings who a lot of them are doing their time, but their time doesn't have to be a living hell. Right. They should just yeah. do their time. In humane and conditions. Yeah. Not having right. drinking water and sewage facilities. I can't tell you about the heat, uh, the food, and just the way they treat people, and they don't have safety around these people. It's deplorable. And as a nation, mm-hmm. we should be better than that. We're the richest country in the world with the highest prison population. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to do a better job. I, I commend Rock Nation. Yeah, we do, Steve. Yep. All right, let's switch gears here. Time now for today's headlines. Steve? Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you. Thank you very much, and good morning. Members of the House of Representatives delivered two articles of impeachment to the U.S. Senate yesterday against Donald Trump, thus clearing the way for his impeachment trial, which is expected to begin next week. The president says he's not worried and expects to be acquitted. However, it didn't look that way yesterday. While the commander-in-chief was at the White House with Chinese leaders signing a new trade deal. We're delighted that the Chinese consumers will now enjoy the greater access to the best products on Earth, those made, grown, and raised right here in the USA. Uh, Chinese say, by the way, the deal is good for them because it's what they wanted anyway. At one point, Trump looked at the Republican lawmakers in the room, though, and he urged them to get to work on something else. It's not going to matter because it's going very well. But I'd rather have you voting than sitting here listening to me introduce you, Okay. They have a hoax going on over there. Let's take care of it. The administration officials say they expect the trial to end, by the way, in under two weeks. On the subject of the Congress's effort to alter the War Powers Act to try and limit Trump's ability to wage war without congressional support, four members of the GOP now say they're breaking ranks and they're ready to vote with the Democrats. (coughs) Excuse me. Those joining the Democrats, Senator Susan Collins of Maine, Mike Lee of Utah, Rand Paul of Kentucky, and Todd Young of Indiana. A federal judge says that President Trump cannot give state and local governments veto power to turn refugees away. Back in September, the president signed an executive order requiring written consent from state and local officials before refugees can settle in their jurisdictions. That order has been challenged in court. The entire, entire Russian government resigned yesterday. President Vladimir Putin's already named a new prime minister and a whole series of constitutional amendments. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. Federal climate scientists say that 2019 was the second warmest year ever, the second hottest since they started keeping records in 1880. According to a recent study, get this, a lot of millennials consider pets starter kids. That's right. In fact, 40% at least of those asked say that's the reason they got a pet in the first place. The most popular pet in this country is still a dog, next cat. And some people like snakes. I don't know. And finally, this seems like what's going on with me right now. Today is National Spicy Food Day. Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. Yeah, I don't know. I think I had a spicy meatball somewhere. Anyway, we'll see. By the way, I wanted to add that uh, this story, it's a Burman Indianapolis cop now fired uh, for harassing two black men who were simply shopping at a clothing store during Christmas. 
telling them it was because they were, quote, acting suspicious. He then demanded to see their IDs and is actually seen on video saying, I got my rights to do anything I want to. I'm a police officer. Well, again, he's fired. <laughs> now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, uh, I promise you something, and, and let's welcome. He's a family member, man. This dude's been on this show so many times. He's an Emmy Award-winning television and radio personality. In our generation, the most highly respected journalist, and uh, now his focus, is on taking a comprehensive look into the current state of black America in his new book, which is appropriately titled Conversations in Black on Power, Politics, and Leadership. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Ed Gordon. Honor the D. Hey, man, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. I cannot complain, bro. Hey, man, let's talk about it because in this book, which I'm really anxious to read man because i know you and on a personal level man you go deep you get into the richness of a subject mm-hmm. when you cover it so in conversations in black man you discuss racism that some of the overt racism that we face now and you cover everything from colin kaepernick's activism and black lives matter movement uh the pain of nipsey hustle's death the pride of the black panther just tell us about what was your thinking on putting this book together as you all know, you know, often when you do interviews, the best parts of your interviews happen before or after the mic is turned off. And I've had great conversations with people over the years. And, you know, I started thinking, man, wouldn't it be great if I could have those conversations and bring them to people? And then I thought about all the diverse folk I talked to. Um, and so I started this idea in 2012, had to put it down because I got a TV project, looked at where the, where the world is today and picked it back up. So what I did is I knew I couldn't get all these people in the same room, so I became the linchpin. I interviewed 40-plus of our top leaders and influencers. Let me just give you a quick list. Maxine Waters, Ian LeVanzan, Charlemagne the God, Stacey Abrams, Eric Holder, Jamel Hill, Al Sharpton, Michael Eric Dyson, T.I., Angela Rye, April Rain. Uh, the list goes on and on. Ben Crump, uh, Trayvon Martin's mother, Sabrina, faulted 40 of these folks. And then I wrote the book as if we were all in the same room having a conversation. The great Harry Belafonte was part of it, Killer Mike. Uh, and each chapter is a different subject. And so what I found is people tend to be very candid if there's no camera around. And so we literally talk about everything. We talk about black leadership. We talk about the black political muscle. We talk about images in the media. Uh, you know, I saw Tyler Perry yesterday, and Tyler has talked about extensively in, in that chapter. You know, people love what he's done as a mogul, but there's some people who still have issue with the art that he puts out. You know, black leadership, are they doing the job they should do? We reflect on Obama's years. So it's a book that you don't have to be a political junkie. It's not written I- academically. It's written as if we were all sitting around in the backyard talking at a barbecue. And it's, it's very, very candid. Hey, y'all, hang on right there. Uh, We're going to have more with Ed Gordon right after this. Sit tight. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we're back, and we're talking to one of the great journalists of our time, my man, uh, Mr. Ed Gordon. How did, how did, let, 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 let me just touch on one subject that I know is in the book. It's about the Colin Kaepernick. Just give me a couple of points that, that, you, that you would cover talking about Colin Kaepernick. Well, we really talk about activism in general and, you know, whether or not 
we like to support an activist, but how far are we willing to go? Tommy Smith, the brother, for those that don't know, in the 60 Olympics, he and John Carlos had the picture of the fist up, the iconic mm-hmm. picture, um, in protest. He's in the book as well. And he talks about the idea of what they were willing to do. And I have suggested that, you know, if you really supported Colin Kaepernick, it ain't enough to buy his Nike shoes. It's not enough. You know, one weekend, we all should have said, including black players, we're just not going to watch football that weekend. Black folks, just don't watch football. Go to a movie, go do something else. Black players, all of y'all get sick. Just one weekend, just one weekend, all of you, Ooh. including the stars, right? What are you going to do then? Who's playing then? Because then you start to speak from a position of power. Now, is it idyllic to assume we're all going to walk in lockstep? Yeah, it is, because that didn't even happen in the 60s. But (laughs) there came a critical point where all those people in Montgomery decided we're not getting on that bus. Yeah. Right? We all come into Washington Mm -hmm. to march when King called. And I'm talking about the vast majority. So if every superstar, black superstar, decided, you know what, they can't fire us all. We're just not playing the second Sunday of next season until they get this right. Because look at the Rooney Rule, 2003. Look at the coaches that were hired after this season. Not one black coach. Right. You want to see why things haven't changed? Five years ago, Oscar's so white. It's still very pale. Mm. So mm. it's time for us to have real conversations about new narratives and what we're going to do. And then once we have the conversations – we got to start to move. Wow. Yeah. You know, yeah, you've yeah. always been man. that guy. You know, um, on a personal note, man, I can only thank you for how many times you step to my defense or to get me to cover a subject or explain something that's happened to me. So I really appreciate you, man. And I know that this book is going to really, man, touch a lot of people in a lot of ways. I think it's a great read. I want everybody to do this, man. I want you to go. Now, It's the book is called Conversations in Black. Now, listen to me, Steve Harvey Nation. This book is available everywhere starting. It's been out. It came out Tuesday. The It's available everywhere. You know, you can go get it at bookstores. You can go online. You can download it on Kindle. You can go to... Uh, iTunes books. I don't care where you go to Amazon and order it. You can get this book. But two important things about it. Not only is it a great read because it's coming from Ed Gordon and you know and you can trust the things that this brother does and you know you know he gonna scratch up some dandruff. You already know that. (laughs) So that's one. Secondly we got to support each other. You know, we download music, download the book. Support him, get to the get to the bookstore, get to iBooks, get to Kindle, get to Amazon, order the book, buy the book, get the book. The book is called Conversations in Black, and it's about everything, from everything, from Black Lives Matter to Nipsey Hussle's death, the Black Panther movement, all with Colin Kaepernick, the politics, what's happening in this country, make America hate again. It's all there. Ed Gordon? Bro, I appreciate you. I appreciate the family. I miss y'all, and I hope to see all y'all real soon. We love all right, you, brother, let's do it again. Congratulations, Ed. Love you back. Congratulations on the book, boy. 
All right, so thank you, Ed. We love you, Ed. Congratulations on your book. Coming up next, Nephew Tommy is here with today's prank phone call. We'll get into that right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, we were nude when we met. Mm. Okay? Yes. Let that sink that's, in and ooh. marinate. Yeah, that's how is, you yeah. follow the prank. Uh-huh. Like that. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> We were nude when we met is the subject, but right now, uh, let's please turn our attention to the nephew here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff, today? Your wife gave me a disease. <gasps> huh? Lord oh, Jesus. Oh, this is going to be crazy. <laughs> Tell this, me. Oh, your no. wife I, gave me a disease. Yes. You I found what, Steve? And, 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 oh. Yeah, and, and oh. I'm going to kill you. So what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Part two. <laughs> All right, let's go, cat dog. Hello, hello. I'm trying to reach. Uh, I'm trying to reach Dante. Yeah, this is him. Who this? Hey, how you doing, man? Um, you, uh, just to be certain, you, you Dante is married to Tammy, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. So listen, man. Uh, sure, you've heard about me. You know, maybe heard my name before because I used to date Tammy way before you guys got married. Uh, you know, my name is my name is Marcellus. So I just want to call and say how you doing. But I needed to. Talk oh. Okay, yeah, I know. She mentioned you. Mentioned y'all used to be together uh, before. We, yeah, okay, I've heard about you. What's um, what's the phone call for? I needed to talk to you, man. And I've, I've been holding this back at least four years. You know, I haven't said anything. And, you know, I can't hold it no more, man. I'm going through so many issues right now. I just got to, I got to get this thing. I got to get some grips on this thing that I'm going through, but. You know, I wanted to come to you, man to man, talk to you about this situation. I, you know, I hate to bring it to you like this, but when me and Tammy were together, she, man, I don't even know how to say. It. When we was together, Tammy gave me a disease, man. So, you know, I, I've been holding it, you know, and I, like I say, I wanted to hit you up. I, I thought about it two years ago, three years ago. I, I wanted. Oh, to, what the? What, what do you mean? Like she gave you a disease? She gave me a disease about four plus years ago. This is way before y'all got married. Now, from my understanding, y'all been married about three years, right? Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. And you're calling me. You're calling me to give me the heads up. No, nah, man. No, nah. I'm calling because, dude, these damn the, the medical bills and all this is just completely out of control. I can't even, you know, I can't take care of myself no more with this. You know, and and I don't feel like I have to because she's the one that gave me the damn disease. Okay, so you're calling because you want you want me to pay for you want you want us to pay for your medical bills, dude. I mean, I mean, damn, dude. I mean, put yourself in my position, man. I mean, what's the brother supposed to do? You know, I'm I'm sitting over here with a disease somebody gave me, and you know they going on with their life. Bro, yeah, but this is uh, so you're calling me, telling me my wife gave you a disease. First of all, she would have told me that. Secondly, now you're telling me like I might have some. You gotta be kidding me! Well, what the did she give you? What disease are you talking about, man? At this point, you know I don't even want to discuss it. I just want to get on board. Can we get? Uh, some kind of understanding with this medical bill that I can't, I, it's out of control. Man, I'm not paying, okay, I'm not going to pay for your medical bills, especially when I don't even know what the f*** you mean. What do you mean she gave you a disease, man? I'm over here freaking the f*** out. Hey, dude, dude, I understand, you know, bro, I hope you good. I 
I really, you know, but I'm just saying, man, dude, I don't know what to do no more, man. I really don't. You know, like I said. Well, okay. Yo, yo, you need, tell me. All right, you you talking in circles. You're telling me something you have, you caught four or five years ago? Well, what, is it some shit that's uncurable? What the f- disease are you talking about, man? Dude, I'm, I'm trying, dude, regardless of what it is, I'm trying to handle the medical bills on it, man. That's what I'm trying to do. Dude, but what kind of medical bills could you have for some shit you caught four years ago? Like, four years ago, you should have been able to fix that shit. What is it? Dude, she gave me the disease, and now I need somebody to pay these damn bills. That's all I'm saying to you, all right? That's all I'm saying, Dante. Yo, and saying. what I'm telling you, what I'm telling you, Marcelo, is quit playing and tell me what the f- disease this is. It's Marcellus, man. It's Marcellus, okay? I don't care what your name is. I'm getting man, y'all want- Y'all want to give me diabetes. What the f***? Diabetes? Your wife gave me diabetes, man. Man, you must be dumb as hell. You can't, can't somebody give you diabetes? What you mean she gave you diabetes? Man, your wife be cooking, was cooking all them cakes and pies and shit, you know? All that sugar, you know? And just, 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 man, you came out. Bro, had me thinking my wife gave you herpes or some shit, man. You just don't know how to... Work out, you know how to eat. That's on you, man. I ain't paying no bills for that. <laughs> Diabetes, what is wrong with you, man? Oh, so now, 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 now this funny. Yeah, you, you laughing? You, mean, you, are you, la- funny. Oh, you laughing at me, Dante? Yes, I'm laughing at you. Call my phone talking about my wife gave you diabetes, bro. For real, this <laughs> is stupid, bro. <laughs> hey, can I say something else, though, Dante? What? What you want to say? I want to say this, Dante. You just got pranked, baby. This nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife, Tammy, got me the prank phone call. Oh. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Yo, that's... Oh, snap. I got you, baby. I got oh. you, baby. It's 2020, baby. I got you. Wow. Okay. See, I She told me about... She told me about Marcelo, but I never heard his voice, bro. I was on fire. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, you good, man? Oh, my God. Oh, you had me so scared, dude. Talking about a disease. Bro, oh, oh Especially a disease that's four years lingering. That's like, whoa, whoa, bro. what is that? Oh, my God, man. I was, you know, when she got home, I was about to be so mad, bro. <laughs> Oh hey, man, God. you got to tell me this, man. Come on, Dante. What is what is the baddest? And I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the lane. <laughs> man, y'all funny, dude. This is Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> 2020. <laughs> Happy New Year, Dante. <laughs> Happy New Year, too. <laughs> are you eating right? You ain't got no diabetes, do you? Eat right, <laughs> dude, now I'm worried, bro. <laughs> I know you could catch it like that, bro. <laughs> did I did I oh man my God, did I go Tommy. did I go did I go too far oh, too far you play boy <laughs> way too much you play way too much <laughs> come on Marcella Tommy man <laughs> you make me nervous every time I hear one of these now these are all brand new for the 2020 for oh. the 2020. Uh, but you sitting back crossing your legs for the studio. I'm still Marcellus it. right now. I'm Marcellus. What, what do you mean, Steve? 
No, I'm going to tell you something, man. For real, that was, that yep. was pretty damn brilliant. When you flipped the oh, script you, and said, your wife gave me diabetes, boy. <laughs> that was that hard left on the joke that a lot of yeah. people don't know how to take. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Fat Ooh, ass need going. to go on a diet. <laughs> talking about oh, man. If you don't get your... <laughs> but he was so relieved. Catch me tonight, <laughs> Catch me tonight, baby. I'm at the Comedy Zone right here, Charlotte, North Kakalaka. Man. We rocking it out. That's crazy. Friday sold out, Saturday sold out, Sunday sold out. Get me tonight. Yeah. Who the fuck's in Charlotte going to come up to you and say, you play way too much? All right. I don't want no diabetics coming up to me tripping, okay? I understand what y'all going through. All right? It's just a joke. But he needs money with his medical bills. Ain't nobody giving you You cooking all these cakes and pies and stuff. That's how I got it. This disease. <laughs> I love it. That is crazy. Love it, love it. And you got the stamp mm-hmm. of, appro- of approval from your uh, your uncle there, nephew. And that mean a lot to me yeah. right there. Thank yeah. you, thank you. Just uh, come here now and then, so relish it. <laughs> relish it. Don't, don't get used to him. This ain't finna be regular. <laughs> That's in it. Not, in the not consistent at all. <laughs> don't get your hopes up. He wrong for that. Not, not, not praise heaping. <laughs> yeah, we ain't finna do a bunch of this. <laughs> See, Lynn, y'all oh don't know God. how it works. I'll explain to you later. All right. All right, nephew. Thank you. Great job as usual. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter Subject. We were nude when we met. We'll get back into Ooh. that. We'll get into it Wait. when we come back <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on sex, on dating, parenting, work, relationships, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. That is for you, J. Anthony Brown. We miss you. (laughs) Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, we were nude. When we met, dear Stephen Shirley, I am a 31-year-old single man. I'm 6'4", and I work out five days a week. So I'm in great physical condition. I am a doctor now, and I come from a large family. So to put myself through medical school, I worked as a male dancer and porn star, and I was able to make a lot of money. Sex w- okay, yeah. dog. Come on now. <laughs> sex was never a problem for me, and when I worked, I was having sex up to five times a day with all kinds of voluptuous women. I didn't what? think much about sex because it was my job. All of that changed when I met a new girl at work. She walked onto the set, and we both were nude, and she had the most beautiful body I'd ever seen. She was a veteran in the industry, and I was intrigued that she wanted to work with me. We had sex on camera, and it was instant chemistry. It was like we were made for each other. Sex didn't mean much to her either. (laughs) Steve, you're going to love this line. But she had to admit that I was very good at what I did. Mm. Come on, boy. (laughs) We ended up being friends with benefits, and that's all we could be since she was married. There's also an age difference. She's older, but that never mattered to her, and and we have been in our situationship for over six years. To this day, I'm still under her spell. 
She is not happy in her marriage, but she told me she'd never get a divorce because her husband always supported her lifestyle, and he has been good to her. I love her, too, and I want to be with her. I do, too. <laughs> you love her, too, Junior? I'm thinking about moving to a neighboring city to get a fresh start, but I'm afraid she will forget about me. Am I crazy to think she might have a change of heart and want me? Uncle Steve, should I start dating other women or should I keep shooting my shot with her? Well, you know, we're going to tell you, at least I am. Stop shooting your shot with her. Uh, you know, we're going to tell you to leave this married woman, of course, because that is the right thing to do. Everybody says they're not happy in their marriage when you're dating what? them. Yeah, everyone says that when you, when they're in a, an affair. They're not happy in their marriage. Everybody says that. Um, who, 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 who? Who the hell you talk to who said that? that? Let me, no, never mind. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is this your side? I just said that. Yeah, yes, you did. Yes, you did. Y'all going on. Be quiet, okay? Be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> just because we're talking about naked people, you think you can get in the letter? All right. I, I definitely think you should go ahead and move to a neighboring city and get a fresh start. Yes, you have chemistry with this woman. Yes, she's beautiful, the most beautiful body you've ever seen. Yes, uh, you you know, you guys love working together and you're intrigued and you're under her spell and you've been together for over six years. But how is this going to work? I mean, you want to just keep hope alive, thinking that she's going to leave her husband. It usually <laughs> never works out that way, okay? It just does. You're a doctor. You can get someone, okay? Okay. <laughs> Keep hope alive. Yeah. Are you crazy to think she might have a change of heart and want you? I mean, you're not crazy, but most people who think that their wish does not come true for the most part. Uh, you got to start dating other women and stop shooting your shot because you've been with her for six years and nothing's changed. It is time to move on, Mr. 6-4, working out five days a week and a doctor now. You can find someone else. All right, Steve, and you make a lot of money. Come on, Steve. What? What, Shirley? You heard me. I mean, every mm. word of that. This was your response to this letter? <laughs> yes. What? Please straighten it out. Come on. What is wrong on. with you? <laughs> Just straighten what it out. What are you talking to these it. people for? Like, this is normal. You should leave this married woman. We talking about two porn stars. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, heroes. Yeah. Why, why, are you, why are you trying to have a morality conversation I'm trying. I'm trying. with two damn porn stars? He asked a question. He did you ask a question. You sitting there talking about the right thing to do. The right thing to do. They ask is porn stars. He's a doctor, when Steve. Did now they give a damn about the right thing to do. He's a doctor now. They screw on camera for a living and for money. This is prostitution being filmed. This what this is to have sex for money. That's, yeah, that's what are you sense. talking about, Shirley? How dare you? You're He's too doctor, much of a Christian Steve. sometimes. <laughs> I'm too much a of a Christian sometimes. Being a doctor. He did that to, to, to work his way through school. You heard that. Medical school. Girl. Yes, you heard that. And how many times have you heard strippers say this? <laughs> but you still I, are stripping. you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, girl. 
Just give your answer. That's my answer. Just give yours. uh, My answer is about your answer. (laughs) So when I do answer this on the second half of this letter, everybody going to understand why I'm coming from. But I'm not changing mine. I don't give a damn about that. I don't want you to change yours. Uh -uh. I'm going to argue from a different standpoint. And what I don't want you doing is talking about, uh-uh, Steve, that's too much. We don't want to do that on the air. Well, well we're doing it on the air. Well, you know I'm going to say that. All right. <laughs> and we're, we're, no, we're going to do this on the air. You did, Joey. <laughs> All right, look, we'll have part two of Steve's Six response. Six, going to work out five days a week. Yeah, you're, that's what you're what mad about. Ripped. Just say it. Real. Just say it. What? That ain't he got ain't. a damn thing to do with it. Nothing at all. <laughs> you'll you'll find out what I'm mad about. Come on, let's go. All right, we'll be back with Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject, we were nude when we met. <laughs> we'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on, let's go. recap uh, today's strawberry letter. Subject, we were nude when we met. Here's a man. <laughs> Start low, dog. Start low. He gonna try to trick us with the I'm six four, work out five days a week. So I'm in great physical condition. Mm -hmm. They ain't upset about nothing. I don't care. I ain't 31. I am a doctor now and I come from a large family. Oh man, congratulations, dog. Then the letter starts turning. So to put myself through medical school. This is where we supposed to give everything. <laughs> I worked as a male dancer and a porn star uh-huh. and was able to make a lot of money. Sex was never a problem for me when I worked. Mm-hmm. Okay, dog. A lot of people can say that. I can make that statement. Really? Sex has never been a problem for me when I worked. Why are you competing But then with this is where the letter take a turn. I was having sex up to five times a uh-huh, day uh-huh. with all kinds of voluptuous women. That's never happened. No. <laughs> See? Fine. I didn't think that much about sex because it was my job. All that changed when I met a new girl at work. She walked on the set, and we were both nude, and she had the most beautiful body I had ever seen. Well, get in line, homie. You ain't the only one seeing this beautiful body here. (laughs) She was a veteran in the industry. I was intrigued that she wanted to work with me. She didn't work with everybody else? (laughs) (laughs) What the hell hell are you happy about? Are you judging? She is a veteran in the industry, and I was was, uh, 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 intrigued that she wanted to work with me. She didn't work with everybody else. We had sex on camera, and it was instant chemistry. Mm. Oh, okay, partner. (laughs) It was like we was made for each other. Yes, come on, dog. Sex didn't mean much to her either. I guess not. Don't mean nothing to her. We ended up being friends with benefits. And that's all we could be since, and here where Shirley started getting real Christian, since she was married. (laughs) So the more cards come in. Wait a minute, hold on. The porno star is married? Mm. Yeah. A lot of them. Obviously, these wasn't the same vows you supposed to take. One of the lines in the marriage vow says to cling unto her and only unto her. Mm-hmm. She done latched on to everybody come on the set. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. There's also an age difference because she's older. 
Oh, mm-hmm. now the old veteran. You 31 oh. putting it on you like you ain't ever had before. But that never mattered to her. And we have been in this situation for over six years. Oh, okay. What? So you've been mm. the side yeah. piece for six years. Oh, to this day, good. I'm still under her spell. <laughs> she did something. You know why she good at it? Because she do it all the time. <laughs> Practice. <laughs> She get paid Practice. for it. Veteran. <laughs> Practice. She done done stuff for you. She learned this stuff. <laughs> she is not happy in her marriage. Well, let me guess why. Mm-hmm. Here's mm-hmm. a porn star that's not in her happy. Because she sleep with a lot of men, and a lot of men sleep with her better than her husband do. You're damn right she ain't happy because she got too many people to compare it to. <laughs> and the list goes on. I like Thunderbolt. I like Thunderbolt. Thunderbolt. I like Beef Jerky. I like Powerhouse. Those are their names. I like Big Uh Dog uh Daddy. I like (laughs) Big Dog Daddy. I like Spanky the Spook. I like what? I like Tantalizing Terrace. I like Big Juicy Jerome. Yeah. See, she got a lot that she going on. And then she said she ain't happy in her mom, but she told me she'd never get a divorce because her husband always supported her lifestyle, and he has been good to her. Hell yeah, he stayed with her. Over to you, dog. Your dumb ass. That's a doctor. Want to marry a porn star? And when you take her up to the office... And 18 of your customers recognize her. <laughs> Ain't that uh? And he know it's going to happen because he say, I love her too, and I want to be with her. Mm-hmm. Sir, you want to oh, be with her. You mm. want, boy, oh, let me read this line right here. <laughs> yeah. she she with, I love her too, and I want to be with her. You want to be with her. Do you know how many men... <laughs> Want to be with her? You can't count the men that done been with her. Your dumb ass don't take your ass and go to work and quit being stupid. Now, this is how stupid he is. I'm thinking about moving to a neighboring city to get a fresh start, but I'm afraid she'll forget about me. Am I crazy to think she might have a change of heart? You better hope she don't and want me. Boy, she wants you. Who she don't want? Here, just give me that list. <laughs> she wants me. Who she don't <laughs> <Yes>. want? <laughs> All right, so Steve, we got to get out of this letter, okay? Post your comments on uh, today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And please don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour from the talk, it will be our girl, Cheryl Underwood, on Founders Day for the Zetas. That's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Cheryl Underwood. Excuse me, my brother of Omega Sapphire Fraternity Incorporated. You must say happy Founders Day to the final women of Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated. That's right. It is our centennial. 100 years of scholarship, <laughs> service, sisterhood, and final womanhood. Tommy, I know you want to wish me happy centennial and happy Founders Day. I know that. 
Happy Centennial, baby. Happy Founders Day to you and all your sorority, the beautiful sorority sisters of Jane Phi Beta. Steve Harvey, I need, because you know my brother, Jancy Brown, remember Phi Beta Sigma, he working on the blue and white extravaganza. But Steve Harvey, can I get a greeting from you, Steve Harvey, as a mighty man of Omega Psi Phi? To the mighty, mighty bad sisters of Z Phi B, I want to congratulate you. I want to commemorate you. And I want to salute you for the awesome jobs of 100 years of service mm-hmm. to the community. That's right. To colleges and to the edification and uplift of us as a people. That's what I'm talking Z5B about. C5B. That's right. 100 <laughs> Centennial. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's See, the Thorns are very happy to be celebrating 100 years of scholarship service, sisterhood, and final womanhood. But Carla and Shirley, did y'all watch the yes. debate last night? Did y'all watch the debate two Girl. nights ago? Girl, Girl, I missed it. I missed it. Man, listen, you didn't miss nothing. Nothing was really Cheryl, right. Cheryl, <laughs> Cheryl, uh-huh. yeah. they don't give a damn about the debates in Africa. Just want to point that out. <laughs> <laughs> so, there wasn't even a mention. Uh, not a mention. <laughs> no, hey, hey, see, see, nobody in Africa said, brother, did you watch the debate last night? No one said that. No one said <laughs> No one said it. And I'm Say something, Junior. Junior. Uh-huh. Now I know that you might feel some type of way that a a finer woman of Zeta Phi Beta would like to take the love of stroll with you, Junior. Do you would look good on the arm of a member of Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Corporation? Shirley, you see how I, how I did that? I, it you was see real I, smooth, Cheryl. It was real, real smooth, smooth, real uh-huh. smooth. Mm-hmm. So, so Junior, you know we celebrating in D.C. right now, but we will come back to D.C. in June for an even bigger celebration. So, what you doing? What you doing later on? What's happening? What's happening later on? <laughs> What? He ain't doing nothing this weekend. Hey, hey, then it's, hey, 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 then come on, Junior. Come Shut on to DC. I get him a ticket. I fly him up there. Shut fly him up here. Drive him up here. Put him on the bus to play the train. That's Olita Adams. I don't care how you get here, Junior. Just get here when you can. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Cheryl, thank you. <laughs> this show is crazy. Tommy, can I talk to you in the back? <laughs> All right, thank you, Cheryl. Carla's reality update. I know. Coming up at the top of the hour. All that right after this. Tommy, come holler at me in the back. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tommy, come on. Uh (laughs) Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Carla Farrell is here with reality update. All right. Thank you, nephew. All right, Steve Harvey. We are going to talk about Real Housewives of Atlanta. Yes, and if we have my show. (laughs) (laughs) You sure sound like it. I'm ready. All right, so here we go. All right, well, listen to this. The ladies, you know, I told you they went to Toronto Mm -hmm. for a big trip, and uh, Portia's ex-fiance, he surprised her at this party that they were at, and he re-proposed to her, and so... Your ex-fiance. Yeah, Mm. well, you know... Wait a minute. Re-proposed? Getting married? No, he, you know, he cheated while she was pregnant carrying their baby. She broke it off, and he's trying to fix it. He's trying to get his woman back. 
So he came. I heard you. <laughs> so he came to Toronto and reproposed to his woman Portia, and they're trying to work things out. Work things out. Anyway, after the party, it was time to get down to Snake Gate. Remember, I told you guys that somebody was recording Cynthia talking about Nene, and they were trying uh-huh. to find out who in the who group was who. who in the, mm-hmm. oh, Did okay, they find well, that? Surprise! Surprise! Yeah, it was we... the new girl. You no, know, it was the new girl, Yvonne. It was her and no. the ladies. Got come on, Junior. <laughs> Yvonne, I love that. Yes. So wait, check this out, Junior. The ladies they got into it. Cynthia got into it with Marlo. Portia got into it what? with Yvonne and Kenya and Nini got into it as well. Take a listen. Okay, listen. Let me ask y'all something. We don't get it. Swing on her ass. Oh, yeah. What? Oh, that sounds like a fan of a union right there. All my cash on Nene. All my cash on Nene. Wow. What happened? What? It was so ugly. They were all in the hotel room. They were arguing. And the, the scary thing was Eva, she, you know, she's pregnant at the time. She's trying mm-hmm. to stop Cynthia Marlowe from getting into it. And Candy was like, you need to go to your room. You're pregnant. Don't yeah. don't be in oh, none of this. You know, with these girls, they Evelyn? might start fighting. Evelyn. Was, Evelyn is on That's basketball. basketball <laughs> Get your shows oh, together. Sorry about that. West. <laughs> You go to Africa and forget everything. I, I feel you. Uh, they fight too, don't they? Shows. I feel you. They fight yeah, too. They do. So, anyway, it was just ugly. Folks left the room. They went to their room. So, after that, it was the next morning. Yvonne, she packed her bags and left. Went back home to Atlanta. Mm. Uh, Nene left because she had a uh, show or a gig, you know, that she had to host. So she left. And the ladies put on their costumes. They partied with the Canadians during Carnival. It was a lot like Mardi Gras. They they had a good time. It looked like they had a lot of fun. But then, towards the end of the episode, Kenya, she's so wrong for this. She's talking to Tanya. Tanya Uh was the one that hosted the trip. Kenya asked Tanya like a hypothetical cheating scenario that she heard uh, from a lady who owns a cookie, like a bakery place. Mm -hmm. Basically, this woman told Cynthia and Kenya that Tanya's fiance flirted with her. So it was kind of like Kenya put that mess out there. She didn't get real specific with Tanya. It didn't say it was her man. Anyway, Tanya was just basically saying in this relationship with her fiance, Paul, if she ever found out he was cheating, it would be over. Then she said later that she would just be heartbroken. But that was just a little messy for mm-hmm. Kenya to even go with that. So, you know, everybody was like, uh-oh, the cookie lady said <laughs> her man was flirting mm. with her. So a lot of drama with that. So that's that. That is Real Housewives of Atlanta. You want to talk more about it, hit me up on social media. All right, we'll be back in 20 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
In trending musical news, this is really good news. Yesterday, it was announced that Whitney Houston, the Doobie Brothers, and Notorious B.I.G. will be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah! Yes, yes, yes. Big. All really deserve Go it. Ahead. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. We love these. I like all that. These, everybody. Mm-hmm. Whitney, Doobie, Doobie Brothers, and, and Biggie. I like all of them. Mm-hmm. We do. 35th Annual Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony will take place at Cleveland's Public Hall on May 2nd. And Steve is singing a Doobie Brothers song right now. (laughs) Junior thinks you're singing uh, Jodeci right now. Would you please tell him about the Doobie Brothers? He thinks I'm singing what? Jodeci right now. Would you please tell him about the Doobie Brothers? You little stupid ass boy. (laughs) Listen to me. Mm -mm. Now, hold it, hold it. Let's stop Mm -mm. this right now. We're talking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland. Jodeci will never be inducted in there. Don't say, don't say never. Oh, no, can't no. say that. You can't though, say no. never. Can't say that. They could be. In order to <laughs> we, get inducted you, into the we? Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, uh-huh. some white folks is gonna have to know about you. Jodeci <laughs> is our group, and only our, our group. Jodeci did not cross over. One song uh-huh. ain't getting your ass in the Rock and Roll Hall. <laughs> Hey, now, do I think they should be in the Hall of Fame? Yes. Are they going to ever be in that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, we got more of the Steve, Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up in 33 minutes after the hour. Some trending news as well right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news. Yeah. All right, so Yo Gotti, David Banner, and other celebrities are fighting injustices in the prison system in Mississippi. Jay-Z's Rock Nation and its high-powered attorney Alex Spiro will represent the prisoners after a spike in deadly violence at several Mississippi state prisons and to fight deplorable prison conditions. The lawsuit filed on Tuesday in federal court. Uh, they have been at le- there have been at least five prisoners uh, who have died in Mississippi in the maximum security prison. Parchman doesn't uh, have enough mattresses uh, for the inmates. Cells are covered in black mold and raw sewage is spilling onto the floors. The prison allegedly has a serious water problem, too. In the lawsuit, Team Rock Nation claims the drinking water for inmates repeatedly fails to meet federal standard uh, safety standards. Uh, Also, according to the lawsuit, inmates are exposed to serious harm and left unprotected because there just aren't enough prison guards. Yogati, David Banner, other community leaders are demanding that Mississippi Governor Phil Bryant make changes or face a lawsuit. The suit seeks damages for mm. the inmates and an order uh, and an order for Mississippi's Department of Corrections to lay out a plan to address all of these issues, especially increasing staff and cleaning up sewage. Ugh. Uh, Yogati mm. said the lives of countless individuals in Mississippi prisons are at stake and we will not stop until this is fixed. So shout out to them. Yeah, man. I really wow. do hope this is effective. I really, really do. Yeah. Because these are things that we really need to be addressed. Look, if a person commits a crime, everybody in prison, first of all, is not guilty. Everybody in That's prison true. has not received fair punishment mm-hmm. befitting the crime. Mm-hmm. Let's right. just be honest about this. There are some people That's doing true. some time for overly, over just injustice. And just really racism, incredible just racism. out and out racism. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. we know that racism exists. It's hard to get these systems to admit to it. Mm-hmm. So what we need, man, 
is for things like this to really get behind it. So instead of going to social media with the memes and the ignorant statements about what could be wrong, making fun of the water, these are human beings who a lot of them are doing their time, but their time doesn't have to be a living hell. Right. They should just yeah. do their time. In humane and conditions. Yeah. Not having right. drinking water and sewage facilities. I can't tell you about the heat, uh, the food, and just the way they treat people and they don't have safety around these people is deplorable. And as a nation, mm-hmm. we should be better than that. We're the richest country in the world with the highest prison population. Mm-hmm. I, we have to do a better job. I, I commend Rock Nation. Yeah, we do, Steve. Coming up, our last break of the day, and we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 Minutes After, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, our last break of the day. It's been a good day, it's as always. It's the last break yeah. of the day! <laughs> That's for you, Jay Anthony Brown. <laughs> He'll be back tomorrow. We miss you, Jay. We love you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, I, some I don't miss remarks. him. What do you mean you don't miss our friendship? And I'm not going to say that because we've never been that type of friends. And the last time he <laughs> texted me, he called me an evil name that I can't say on the air. <laughs> and I texted him back one word. Paraphrase it for us. Let us know what he said. Well, well the initials was BB. That's what he called Ooh. me. First word? B- black. 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 Uh-huh. black. Uh-huh. I'm going to uh-huh. go with black. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. I know what the other people It ain't but two left now. Yeah. <laughs> That's our go-to, Black. Boy. <laughs> That's <laughs> yours, don't call him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my go-to. Yeah, and I text him F-Y. <laughs> <laughs> That's his go-to. <laughs> All the time. But we got then two old school texting though. Word, <laughs> then the next word was <laughs> in yo. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, you want to do closing after all this? <laughs> Be positive. <laughs> he going to say that and then try to inspire me. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's that's him, though. That's my That's the real Steve. What you see is what well, you do. I mean, you know what, Cheryl? I mean, Carly, you're absolutely correct. I don't, I've uh, never pretended to be anything more than no. what I was. I never promised that's anybody perfection. I do, I do, I have strived. My new thing in 2020 is not perfection, but persistence. I just try to put the same level of effort into becoming a better person. Now, when I fall short, as we all do from time to time, I just accept it and move on. I want to take a moment for this subject today and my close remarks will be a, a little short I may do it Tommy sent me a post uh, to sort of give me a thought starter and it made a lot of sense to me and I've touched on this subject many times before but it gave me a new set of thoughts the post said when you carry bricks from your past you end up building the same house. When you carry bricks from your past, you end up building the same house. How many times have you met someone, or you know someone, or maybe even yourself, that something had had happened to you in your past and you just couldn't let it go? 
and you try to start something new and you bring that baggage with you or you bring them same bricks with you and so now you're trying to move forward but you're trying to move forward with the same bricks and you end up like the post say building the same house because we simply just didn't let it go you know god is really really brilliant man the way he set this thing up because he set it up in three parts he set up the past he set up the present and he set up the future and he gave them all names that we could apply to our life today the past they simply named that history because it belongs in the past it's a part of history now the future it belongs to the future. The reason it don't need another light, another name is because no one knows exactly what it holds. We can hope and want for things in the future, but we don't know what the future holds. It's the future. The past belongs to history. The future belongs to God. The present is all we have. And they call it the present because it is a present from God, because we have now. That is the one thing that we can do something about now. We can't control what happens in now, but we can control what we do about now every single step of the way. But if you are constantly bringing bricks from your past, which belongs to history, you will continue to build the same house. So let me simplify this for me. You know what, Steve? Sometimes you just got to let it go. Because if it goes, if, you, if it's gone away from you, it's gone for a reason. Sometimes you don't need to rekindle that old relationship because it's gone for a reason. Sometimes you don't need to interject that business partner back into your life because it's gone for a reason. Sometimes you don't have to bring up that issue that you got over 10 years ago because it's gone for a reason. Sometimes you don't have to let that friend back in your life that wronged you and let them back in your life with the promise of Dave change. Well, if you've changed, congratulations. I applaud you and I wish you the best. But I'm not finna sit through to see if the change will affect our current friendship because it didn't work in the past. That don't make me wrong or evil. But guess what? I've just learned in my life as I approach my next birthday to just let it go. Let it go. Everything in the past, I let go. Every valuable lesson I've learned from the past, I remember them, I retain them, and I use them when I build my new house. But them bricks, that old stuff, that old stuff, the mortar and the brick and the same cement, I don't want none of that. Because I'm allowing God to do a new thing in me. A brand new thing in me. So forget the thing of the past and let God do a new thing in you in 2020. Those are my closing remarks. Let it go. That's it. Yeah. Let it go. Let it you go. let that note yeah, go let too. Go. That'll help. Let it go. If you yeah. let that note Please. go, that'll help us <laughs> all. Uh, frozen. Jodeci had Shirley, a song called Let It Go. Sing. You sound frozen. Boy, shut up, Junior, about Jodeci. <laughs> Jodeci. <laughs> He's mad. Got on my nerves. Shout out to Casey and Jodeci. He's still talking about Jodeci. <laughs> <laughs>
For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 